either you run the day or the day runs you. Salute Nation. It's March 27, 2023, 4.40 a.m. Money East Coast, and it's currently 33 degrees out here this morning in New York, episode 60. It is officially my birthday. And although I would love to take claim that it's only my birthday, <laughs> I can't. There are other people in this world who have their birthdays on March 27th. So for those that are also having their birthday on March 27th, happy birthday, March 27th, people. That's all I have on that. <laughs> uh, a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. I mean, I already stated that I'm 50. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy to be 50 now. Remember back in the days, I used to pick on people who are 50, calling them old. Fuck. Now I'm old. Then there are some people who say, oh, just, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's how you look at it, right? How you perceive it, how you, you know, think of it as. Thank you for, uh, <laughs> thank you for the bullshit. <laughs> you're still 50. <laughs> Regardless of you thinking of yourself as younger, you're 50. You're still fucking old. So that means I'm fucking old. I'm cool with that. I got gray in my hair, a beard. I got a lot of grays in my beard. Well, Yes. Happy belated birthday to those that had their birthday on March 26th. Happy early birthday that will have their birthday tomorrow. So let's move on. Black Saturday. Recap. Second mild Saturday. And um, that's all right. Right? I mean, I see, look at it. Even though I enjoy Black Saturday, it's like Christmas. It's a holiday. I enjoy. <laughs> I, I I enjoy the drama. <laughs> Can't help it. But I don't mind because the the people who I'm around there with, right? I enjoy that. I enjoy the uh, um the brotherhood and sisterhood. Um, regardless if all of us are our raiders or not, it's. It's still fun. It's fun when we have people who we are friends with or, or or can tolerate that are not Raider fans that come there to have a good time and they have a good time. And it's all that matters because the guy who's hosting this, Ben, the, there is not a bad thing I could say about Ben. Ben is a type of dude that tells you straight up. And he's a good, genuine guy. He reminds me of me with less hair. I mean, I have the less hair. 
He reminds me of me. Good guy, but is an asshole. <laughs> we tell you how it is. So I, I look at I look at Ben like even though he's not from New York, I look at him as a, a, an honorable New Yorker. I nominate Ben as 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 a New York stepson. Because it has the attitude of New York. But he's a good guy. Which a lot of New Yorkers are. We have a bad reputation, but deep down we are good people. We give a damn. We care. We may care with a middle finger to your face, but I mean, it's still, we might, we might be, that's probably our way of showing us our, you know, showing love to you. But anyways, Ben is a good dude. He's, and, and you know, we, anxiety and depressions and we have mental health, you know, he, but, but he's been through shit and he's still found his way out of it. And he's going through a little funk, and I believe he's also going to find his way out of it. And if he can't, well, that's what we are here for, right? The brotherhood, uh, the nation, nation with the attitude. Um, and even if you're not part of the NWA, and, and it's, it's about humanity as well. See, I'm showing that I'm also not a bad ass, or an asshole. See, I, I I put humanity first, and anybody, even if we're not seeing eye to eye right now, if you need to talk to somebody, I'm here. Anybody, well, maybe not everybody. Yeah, everybody. Everybody. Because um, um, if I could prevent somebody from wanting to take their life, then I can overlook my <laughs> despise of you <laughs> to help you not to. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but Ben is a good dude, good host, you know, and, and it, it's just, it's just, I love talking football with him. I just, I just love hearing what he has to say on many things. There's a lot of content creators that I enjoy listening to. Not just Ben, but there's so many, so many, so many that bring an insight that is just, I may not agree with them all the time, but they're cool. That's pretty much everybody that represents the nation of anyway, so minus the skid marks. All right, so uh yeah. Black Saturday will soon come back. You know, next Saturday. Probably by Friday we should know by then who what's on the menu. So moving on. Oh, I got to correct myself. That's right. I got to correct myself. It's about the MLB The Show 23. 
No, the correction is, and I didn't buy it yet. The correction is that I was looking at release dates, right? And um, I, I was telling people that it comes out on stores the 24th. Oh, no, no, that, that it wasn't the 24th. 24th was still part of the early access, which started on the 23rd. The real date, the the right date of release to everybody else who didn't pre-order and all that is the 28th of March. The 28th. So tomorrow. So that's the correction. See, I'm cool with admitting when I fuck up and then I tell you why I, or, you know, I, that I fucked up and I correct it. I don't go in hiding like Prince's Cox, you little fucking midget. Now moving on to something else. Twitter. I mentioned this on Lowe's Live. Parts of Twitter. The source code was reportedly posted on GitHub. And they are true. So it's not reportedly. It's 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 actual factual fucking source code of Twitter. Even Musk confirmed it. And he's looking into it. This isn't good, people. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's not good. Not good. It's not good for security reasons. Now, this does not mean that anything that's posted on GitHub is bad. 99% of the time, what's posted in GitHub is good. What this means, when it's unless it's posted by somebody working for Twitter is what's the reason? Because normally Twitter does not post a source code onto GitHub. Facebook does not post a source code to GitHub. When leaks of a source code is posted into GitHub, that usually means that it's about to get hacked. That it's about to be breached. (laughs) So for those who use Twitter, please, please, please be cautious on what you open from Twitter and change your fucking password. Although, good rule of thumb to follow by for future reference, at least change your code or password, I should say, at least three to six months, or every three to six months. Please. Don't open anything that fucking looks suspicious. You're welcome. Congress. Yeah, Congress, the lawmakers, the jabronis. 
is set to make a decision about TikTok very soon. The decision is either a full ban or a forced sale. Why? Because TikTok is created by a Chinese business. And China versus U.S. to be the ultimate superpower. Not Russia. I know a lot of people like to put Russia into this. And nope, sorry, they're not. They don't have the military might to compete for a long period of time in a war against either us nor China. They would starve. And you're seeing it. They can't even destroy Ukraine. <laughs> they could never they could definitely not take on us or or China. We still ultimately win due to the fact that our military is more advanced than any other country. And this is not speaking proudly. This is speaking with factuality. Our capabilities as the U.S. out far more ways than anything that China has, anything that Russia has, anything that fucking all of them combined have. There is no way, and this has been done by simulation as well, that a country can get to our borders again. You have to get it from within. Henceforth, what 9-11 taught us, right? That, you know, that's how it happened. It struck first from within. By the time you get close to our borders, you're done. That's not an opinion. That's a fucking fact. We could fucking destroy a country with fucking drones. Let's, let's put it in perspective here. We don't have to hit you with nukes. We can hit you with drones, hitting lasers. Fucking Star Wars. What the fuck? Well, no, not the Star Wars like that part, but... Technology people. That's what this TikTok beef is really about. It has nothing to do with anything other. Because there hasn't been any leaks of TikTok given information. But it's a possibility of. That is the reason for this. So when you hear or see or if you're thinking, why are they not going after YouTube or Facebook or Instagram or any other app? Look who created it first. 
most of those are not created by the Chinese business or developers. They're created by America or allies. So it's a little bit more of trust. That's why. Sports. The XFL. Week six. Saturday had two games. The Seattle Sea Dragons bring their record to four and two while keeping Orlando Guardians winless at 0-6 after winning 26-19. The night game, the now 4-2 St. Louis Battlehawks, made easy work out of the now 1-5 Vegas Vipers by the score of 29-6. On Sunday, one game. The San Antonio Brahmas are now two and four after beating the now three and three Arlington Renegades fifteen to nine. Monday night, obviously that game hasn't been played yet, so this is going to be a preview, sort of review, preview reminder, I guess, to close out Week Six. There's a Monday night game. Monday night XFL style. The 4-1 Houston Roughnecks versus the 5-0 DC Defenders. I'll go over this results of this game and preview of week 7 on Friday. There was no Hoya news, thank God. Other than, you know, we got our new coach. Thank God. So the NCAA tournament. The final four is set. Which we played on April 1st. Representing the South Bracket. Or coming out of the South Bracket. Number five, San Diego State. Versus the nine, number nine, coming out of the East. And FAU. Number five, coming out of the Midwest bracket, Miami Hurricanes, the U. Versus the number four, coming out of the West bracket, representing the only biggies, Yukon Huskies. Let's move on to uh, college football. The Iris. The mighty, mighty Notre Dame fighting Irish. I hope they get back to that mighty part. Three practices are now in the books. Twelve left. Practice resumes on March 29th after the three days off. Which is pretty much, you know, Bulls. Let's move on to some Bulls. Another one and one split. I predicted, right? Remember that last episode? I predicted the Bulls to go one and one. 
but this time I was wrong. And I was happy that I was wrong. Doubles. Instead of going one and one, they went two and zero. Oh. The Bolts laughed at the Timberwolves, or sorry, the Trailblazers, on the twenty fourth by the score one eighteen. Or my bad, score was one twenty four to one uh, ninety six. And then beat the Lakers. Spoiled the Queen James. Coming off the bench. He did pretty good, actually. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yesterday's game by a score of 118 to 108. Now 36 and 38. 17 back out of first, but half game out. Or one and a half out from the ninth spot and the eighth spot. Also, that three and a half up on the tenth spot which will qualify for them to play in. Eight games left of the regular season and two games we played before Saturday or before Friday show. Later today, still in LA against the Clippers. Then on the 29th in Chicago hosting the Lakers. Prediction. I'm going to go with a split. I'm going to go with a split. Raiders. Only move since Friday's show was signing defensive tackle John Jenkins. How do I feel about it? It's, 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 listen. Only thing that I worry about right now of all the, the, the roster that we have assembled right now. I do like the depth piece in a couple starters. I'm okay with Jimmy being our quarterback. The only thing I worry about Jimmy is the injuries, not his talent. If he's healthy, I, and I will say this, If he's healthy, meaning he plays anywhere from 14 to obviously the full season and only miss at least only three, only three. Anything more than three will be, oh, you know what I mean? Because it's not like he's going to go 13 and all. (laughs) I do think that we'll have a good offense. More better situational offense. Because the guys that we have, I mean, we, we got the number one running back. We got Adams, arguably one of the best wide receivers. You you still have Renfro, I mean, regardless of the rumors. Um, But you can't go wrong with that. And, of course, we don't have Waller, which we haven't really had Waller in, like, two and a half years. He hasn't been the Waller. But you add in Hooper. I think that's his name, right? I got to learn these guys' names now because, see, listen, I love football, but I love the Raiders. 
it's not like I follow every fucking team. I believe it was Hooper. Anyways, you know, and O.J. Howard or whatever is the last. I'll, I'll learn these guys' names when the time comes. Or remember their names as the time comes. Um, but I, I, I enjoy, I, I don't know. I just, if he's healthy, our offense is going to be better because he's a good situational guy. He is. He's liked in the locker room, respected in the locker room, and he's a team leader. Now you add in a guy who's very good in the red zone and very good in third down conversions. That's situational football, people. That's why if he's healthy, this offense would be better. Now, this also means that Renfro has to be healthy. This also means that Adams has to duplicate last year. Or even better, of course. They have to click. But here's the also another benefit. Jimmy's been in the system before. Granted, it was long, what, six, seven years ago. It doesn't take long to remember the system. It, it doesn't. It just, you know, getting back into that flow of that offense that or that system. And that shouldn't take that long. But I do worry about his injuries. And that's my definite, like I said, that's my only concern. Um, oh, 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 and of course, I forgot to mention Meyer. <laughs> I mean, you add Jacoby Meyer, you add Adams, or you still have Adams. And this is before the draft. We have 12, 13 picks, 12 picks. Free agency is still not over. Still moves to be made. Listen, I mean, I, I know. <laughs> and this is, re- I mean, I know I was saying we're, we're going to be 1 in 15 or 1 in 16 or 0 in 17. And I was just speaking out of emotion. Pissed off. Not fully thinking. Is it possible we could be that? Sure. But a lot of that also had to do with, you know, Jimmy being injury prone. Not his talent. Not his talent at all. Because when he plays, he delivers. You know, he's not a slouch. So, I mean... I respect that part, but to me, it is about availability, not just ability. But yeah. So this one we do. I have a couple more things I want to talk about. So I'm going to hit you with a transition. 
come back and knock the rest of this episode out or finish this episode. And so don't go back. I'll be right back. Wait, don't go anywhere as I'll be right back. <laughs> Listen, guys, it's about 5 a.m. East Coast time, so bear with me. I'll be right back. That transition was called Backbeat. Ah, yes. Now it's the Yankees. Closing it out with the Yankees. Which I'm cool with that because it's, well, it's baseball season. Before I go over the four spring training games since Friday's episode, I got some Yankee news. Yankees have a new shortstop. It seems as rookie sensation slash prospect that is highly decorated within the Yankees and MLB. I think, I believe as I, yeah, he's Yankees top prospect. Anthony Velope will make the opening day roster. Many Yankee legends, including Derek Jeter himself, have said this about him, that they see a lot of Jeter in him. Even Jeter has said that, I he, that he sees a lot of him, you know, a lot of me in him, or him, I'm, I'm, you know. Now, hopefully... He can he can not only live by that stature. <laughs> I mean, Jeter was the last captain until now with you know Judge going into his first year as captain. So not only he measures to that or wears that same shoes or fills the same shoes, but surpasses it. And listen. Velapi is having, I know I'm fucking his name up, but he's having a fucking tremendous spring. And Judges, too. Judges having a pretty good one. DJ LeMay was having a good one. So I'm excited for that. Um, it's good to see young guys getting the opportunity to make the roster. And, you know, I mean, because this is what started the core four. That 90s run, that 96 title, of course, we didn't make it in 97, but come back in 98, 99, 2000, won those three titles in a row. Um, you know, be part of it in, you know, the middle 90s and, and middle and uh, early 2000s. That Cold four, Cold Core Four was, you know, it, it got blossomed in 95. And then you added Jeter into the mix in 96. And, and you know what I mean? And yeah, it, it just, it's this, this how you start it. I, I get it. You know, we try to do it with the baby bombers with, you know, Sanchez and Judge and, you know, I mean, but Judges, I mean, Sanchez and Bird, 
Um, and Judge is the only one still left on the, on, you know, in the Yankee organization. I think they brought back Bird last year, a year before, but he'd never seen really any more Major League Baseball. He's been just in the minors. Um, and Sanchez just, you know, we traded him because <laughs> he's not that good. But Judge is not young. He's not. You know, he's in his early 30s now. So not yet in the young guns. Um, I didn't take a look at the, the opening roster. I will cover that Friday. I'll go over that. Um, even though they were already have a full game in. Um, because the season begins the 28th. Or the 30th, I mean. And Friday's show is the 29th. I hate how they do that with the Yankee schedule, but I'll get to that. That you know, but first I want to cover a little bit more of the news. Severino, another Yankee pitcher on the shelf, and uh, Severino looks to may start the season on the injured reserve or IL. Um, and and that sucks. I should say likely because it does say likely. And it's from a low-grade right lat strain. I'm not a medical personnel, so I don't really know what the fuck that means. But he won't be thrown again for at least five or seven more days. So if he's out until either mid-April or May, Yankees will now have to fill that spot which is number three now of starting pitchers. Names to look for. Clark, obviously. Michael King could fill that position, and he's pretty good, but he's just coming back from surgery so, or injury, so you don't want to, you know, an offseason that, you know, Tommy John surgery, even though he's been tremendous this spring. But you got Johnny Brito, Brito, whatever, B-R-I-T-O. He's about 20, mid-20s. He looks like he could possibly fill that position. So that's the guy that looks to be the replacement until Severino can come back or whoever. I know the rest of the guys won't be back, you know, will, will be back in, in early uh, uh, April. Um, and one guy sometime in May. So that that's still not bad. You know, season begins March 30th. April, May, you know, I mean, that that's just, that's what. Maybe 20, 25 games in, maybe. But I'll talk a little bit more about Johnny later on because he did play in one of these games that fucking was fantastic. So speaking of the games, here are the four games that they were played. On the 24th, they had a split squad. So game one, Yankees lost to the Twins 4-6. to six. Trevino went 2-3. for three. With a run scored, Velapi added his third home run this spring and cold pitch, 5.2 innings, allowing five hits, one run, which was earned, zero walks, 
striking out three. In game two, Yankees lost to the Orioles six to seven. Lameu, Praza, Cabrera, and Bowers each went two for four as Kyle Higashi returns to the Yankees after being in that well, baseball world classic. Went two for three. Cabrera added his fourth home run of the spring. Kawagashi added his first of the spring. Hamilton pitched two innings. No hits, no runs, walking one, striking out one. And then March 25th. The Yankees beat the Phillies 8-3. Velapi. Went three for four, three runs scored. Judge, two for three, two runs scored. Torres, two for four, with the four RBIs. Calhoun, Kinner, Falefa, two for four each. Yankees offense with three home runs in this one. Donaldson with his fourth this spring. Chaparro for his fifth of the spring. And Torres added with his second. Vasquez pitched four shutout innings, allowing three hits, allowing two, uh, walking two, striking out four. Then March 26, the Yankees beat the Blue Jays six to two. Judge two for two. Rizzo two for three. Cabrera two for four. Judge hit his second home run this spring, while Rizzo added his first. And speaking of Brito, here he is, who I mentioned as a possible replacement in the starting rotation, pitch 5.1 perfect innings. You guys understand what perfect innings means? No hits, no walks, no runs. So he did that for 5.1 innings with three strikeouts, and King finally got an earned run against him, so he now has an ERA of 0.93. Two more games after these games were played. Two more games left in spring. Opening day. Home opener against the Giants is March 30th. I'll go over the two spring training games plus the opening roster. And first game, the home opener on the Friday show. Along with. Monday Night Football XFL Recap Plus Week 7 Preview. Who will be the NCAA Tournament Championship game? So that will be a prediction. Who will be the two teams playing in that game? Or their championship game. Plus the Bulls. Remember I made the prediction of the two games that there will be a split. And whatever else I want to talk about. So until then, I'm going to enjoy the rest of this day. I don't know how much sleep I will get. Um, I probably should considering, you know, my phone's going to be ringing off the fucking hook soon. Um, <laughs> but it's all up. So until then, salute nation.